Starting a web design agency isn't that hard, but figuring out how to scale it, well, that's an entirely different challenge. Today, I'm joined by Emily Hunkler from GoWP, where we discuss all of the challenges that come along with growing and scaling your agency, from hiring freelancers to bringing on full-time staff. What GoWP has developed is something that seems to fit right in the middle between those two and can solve a lot of the challenges that come with each option. Every interaction I've had with GoWP has been absolutely fantastic, and I think you're going to get a ton of value out of this conversation if you're looking to scale your agency as well. With that, let's dive in. All right. Hello and welcome, Emily. I'm so excited to have you today. I, I guess we ought to kick this thing off uh, for the people who don't know you. Why don't you give us a little introduction about yourself and what it is you do? Yeah, thanks, Kyle. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm Emily Hunkler. I am COO over at GoWP, um, and I kind of oversee day-to-day -day operations there. And uh, what GoWP is, if you don't know about us, we are committed to creating happiness for, for agencies, uh, digital agency owners. So what that means, I guess, is um, helping them become more profitable with and scale their business. So we have um, managed services you can outsource to us, uh, maintenance, um, unlimited content edits. Um, <clears throat> sorry, and then excuse, apart from that, we've got our kind of ex team expansion part of the business, which is bringing on developers, designers, copywriters, um, VAs that have all been fully assessed and vetted by us and we'll match them with what your needs are. So if you have certain things you're looking for in a developer, we'll find someone in our network. Um, it's already been pre-vetted by us and we'll, we'll match them up with you and they can get started with you basically in, in a day. We'll say it's a bit of deceptive practice there because when I thought I was going to get happiness as an agency owner, I thought it was like a taco delivery system, but You're it's right. not that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Happiness is different for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And if if y'all aren't a part of the GoWP Facebook group, I can't remember the name of it exactly, but I'll put all the, yeah. the links in the show notes. It's a super great group of folks. If you like the admin bar, you'll definitely like it there. I feel like we have a good uh, symbiotic relationship. It's, it's no egos and the grossness that comes with a lot of Facebook groups. So I'll make sure. And y'all do a lot of uh, the pretty much weekly, the happiness hour calls too, where everybody can get on Zooms and talk with each other and stuff. We do. Yeah. On Fridays. Um, we've been doing them every other week uh, okay. lately. So bi-weekly, I guess you can say. Um, and it, yeah, it's a, it's a Zoom call where everyone's invited to jump on, jump on a Zoom call and we live stream it in the group and talk about a topic. And if that topic doesn't go anywhere, then we'll talk about what people want to talk about. Well, you're fantastic at running those. So <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, the topic today is going to be talking about hiring. So I think uh, at least in the admin bar, there's a huge range of different types of agencies. So there's a lot of people who are just kind of starting out. They're doing this maybe part time on the side, trying to get their feet under them all the way up to people who are running agencies with dozens of employees. So the way you hire in those different scenarios is, is different, obviously. But I do think this is one of the biggest roadblocks a lot of agencies find is like, how do you scale this beyond yourself? You know, I'm, I'm still in a point five years down the road where uh, I'm trading a lot of time for money. Uh, my agency is capped at how much output I can do, which uh, sometimes isn't a whole lot. So I think it's a good conversation. And I think we're going to kind of span the gamut from, you know, outsourcing little things here and there just to free up some of your time to actually bring people on full time. So I know you, you talk with a lot of agency owners like I do. What kind of problems do you see people having when they're first looking at hiring people? Yeah, I think it's, it's what you said, right? A lot of a lot of folks we talk to are in those early stages. It's it's them doing everything, and and they've got a, a nice business built around that, and they see the potential of growing it. 
Um, but when you think about bringing someone on, there's that can take a lot of forms, right? Um, a lot of times folks will start with um, outsourcing certain parts of their business before actually bringing on team members. So um, a lot of the way we meet folks is through our maintenance and content edit service where they they get to a point where their pricing is right, they've got the profits built in, and they can say, okay, we're going to get rid of this. I'm not going to be you know, babysitting plugin updates and seeing what breaks and spending all my day putting out fires um, and let other people do that. And that's what our team's for. So, so we handle that. And then, you know, they, when they see the benefit of that, they can, they start, start growing more and okay, that's outsourced. Now, what else, what else can we grow now that I have more time to deliver services and in the services I want to be doing? Um, I'm going to grow that business and, and that grows. And then all of a sudden, okay, I've got this big pipeline of projects coming in and I can't take anymore because I'm, I'm just me. Um, and then you start thinking, oh, what if I weren't just me? Uh, and then we talk with folks about what it looks like to bring on a developer to help with build outs. Um, or if you're more of a marketing agency, uh, content, right? If you need help with the content on that side of things, we have that too. So the problem a lot of times is it's hard to know where to start um, with hiring. I know tons of folks in our community, I'm sure it's the same in yours, um, start with finding someone on Fiverr or Upwork and, hey, I need this build out, can you do it? And you just pass it off to them. And sometimes that can work out really well. Sometimes it can't. I'm sure people have stories both ways on that. I know they do. Um, but it's also hard to have that be a reliable kind of thing to because sometimes you go back to that person and they've got a you know backlog of projects they're working on. So when you start thinking of actually hiring and bringing someone onto your team, um, then a lot of new questions come, come in, right? What does that look like? How do I afford that? How can I continue? What if I, you know, we all know the kind of roller coaster of revenue that comes with this type of business. So I've got money now, but what about in six months, you know, mm -hmm. am I going to have to fire somebody, right? And nobody, nobody wants to do that either. Um, and you don't hire somebody with those kind of intentions either, but you know what your business is and you know that that can happen. So it, it's intimidating, it's scary, it's stressful. Um, and and yeah, I imagine we'll probably get into more of the process of it all in this conversation. But that it's it's just, I think getting started knowing where to, where to start is is what's tricky. Yeah, and I think obviously, like you said, once you, once you dive in there, you find there's a lot more probably questions that you didn't even know to ask or like problems you're gonna run into that you didn't even know existed. But you know, in talking with people and even myself, I think the two biggest fears I have are, are one, how do I vet these people and make sure they're not going to be a scam, right? Like I'm working personally with all my clients. All my clients know me. I'm accountable to yeah. them. I'm trying to provide the best quality of work I can. And when, you know, not to say that people have, everybody has bad intentions, but when you're one person removed from that, you know, the person you hire doesn't have that same level of care for your business that you have for yourself, right? So that's a huge challenge right there and just finding the right people. And the other one is we're, so many of us started this business um, because we liked building websites or because we thought it was fun, whatever that might be, but not to be a business person, right? So when we yeah. started figuring out our pricing, uh, we started on the really low end because we're just we're just accounting for our own time, right? Like I, I remember my first website was like 500 bucks and I was like, holy crap, somebody's going to pay me $500 like to do this. This is awesome, right? But we're not accounting for the business has to make money, right? We're only accounting for ourselves. So when you go from that transition of like pricing out a project based on I need to make this much money from it to 
I need to pay somebody a bunch of money, then I need to make money and the business still needs to be profitable. You know, you kind of triple what you have to charge for things, which is really scary. It's scary. Yes. But, and also when you think about, you know, okay, the, when you start thinking about it as a business and you say this, and if you do have, you know, team members and okay, this business is feeding families now, you mm-hmm. know, like we've got to keep this business afloat and growing and it, it is, it can be really scary for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the helpful things in there is just, you got to treat your business kind of like the IRS does. It's its own individual entity, right? So uh, it it has to be fed as well, which is hard to remember when you're just trying to get by feeding yourself and feeding your own. Yep. Family. You, you have to start growing that nest egg. I know it was it was years into my business before I set up like a separate savings account for my business, like for the business to grow some profitability in there, you know? And I think that's a huge step in, into hiring huge. as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's talk about a few of these different ways you can go about scaling. I, I guess let's just start with like the, the Fiverr, Upwork, finding random people online. Uh, obviously there are good stories and bad stories from that, but what do you think are the biggest challenges with, with going that route? Um, I think, and speaking from, you know, the agency owners I've spoken with and heard experiences on and and that sort of thing, I think the biggest challenge that comes up there is the one, like you said, is this, does this person care about my work? Is this person going to care about my work the same way I would? Um, and you can find people that do and will, because there's people that care about doing good work everywhere. Right. So they, they exist. Um, but, but being able, you know, that's kind of a trust thing. So being able to hand that off. Um, the other thing is kind of being in the dark on, on progress. So typically when you hand things off to a contractor, they don't feel um, responsible for giving you daily updates. You know, like, okay, I'll go do this and they get it back to you, right? That sort of thing. So not really knowing where things are um, can affect your like, scope of the project, all of those sorts of things. Um, and the other thing is... Um, <clears throat> just making sure that they're dependable, I guess. And not just for that one project, but I know agency owners have their favorite contractors, right? That they go to time and time again. Um, And a lot of times what will happen is when you go to them with a project down the road, then like I said before, they've got other things they're working on and they don't have time right now for your project. So then you have to go back to your client um, and say, hey, we're gonna have to adjust the timeframe on this. Um, or find another contractor and then you're starting from zero all over again. Yeah. And that, that is really tough trying to schedule all that out when you're working with somebody that's basically freelancing, right? They're going from job to job to job. You can't count on them being there when you need them. Even if you find the best person, uh, they can't be sitting there waiting for you to, uh, yep. to feed them work, which is tough. And I think that the other end of this, right, is to just go ahead and hire an employee, get, get somebody on staff in-house full-time, part-time, whatever it may be, but an actual employee in your business. And the benefit, you really work out those problems of the dependability and stuff. Not that an employee is for sure going to be dependable, but they're there to do whatever you ask them whenever you ask them, right? So that kind of takes that out of the equation, but there's a lot of drawbacks that come with with hiring somebody on staff too, right? There are, yeah. One, I mean, I think one of the huge benefits of that though is like you really have the opportunity to get the right person when you're doing that, right? Because if you're handling that hiring pipeline from start to finish, um, if you do it right, you can find someone that has the same values as you, understands your business, is totally aligned with what your mission is and and great communicator, right? If you're vetting for that kind of stuff. So you can 
when you're hiring, you, you have the benefit of picking and choosing and finding that right person. Um, if you've got all your assessments and interviews and things set up right. Um, but of course, yeah, there's drawbacks. Like you said, you know, um, it can be a roller coaster of revenue in this business. And sometimes you got to cut back. And when you don't have projects coming in and you don't have work for that person, a lot of times it becomes clear where the cutback needs to be. Um, and that's not fun. Yeah, it's it's kind of both of those being on the opposite end of the spectrum. One solves one problem, but creates the other. You know, it's nice yeah. with the freelancers. I don't have any, you know, if I'm lean for a month and don't have any work, well, it's no big deal. I'm not cutting anybody off. But, right. So I think that's the biggest hurdle for people when they're hiring, you know, in-house people is, am I going to, I have the work today, but am I going to have the work next month? Right. And that mm -hmm. becomes, that becomes scary as well. And you also get into a lot more I mean, at that point, you are running a real business, right? Whether you're prepared or not, because you're yeah. going to have tax implications for that and all kinds of things that that wouldn't come up necessarily with hiring a freelancer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm prepared for all that. <laughs> I also roll, feel like, yeah, like this. as a business owner, I'm so disconnected from people who have a job, like who who have an employer, like I've completely left that mindset, you know. So you don't uh, even know how to be that person now. Yeah. 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 So I, I almost can't identify with the person that's going out to get a job for some reason anymore. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, it's probably the circles I run in. Everybody's running their own business. So it's. No, and I, I totally get that because I, I am an employee, right? I, I'm, I don't, um, I'm not the founder of GoWP. And when I, but I spend all day, every day talking to you, to people like you, to, to these agency owners. And it's, fascinating to me because I, it, it's such a mentality and it is so much of who you are. So I totally get that yeah. um, without, without being that person, I guess. Well, Brad's going to hand it over to you one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we covered those both ends of the spectrums. And I think where, you know, where people get hung up are on the things we already talked about. And I think that's where GoWP's solution comes in so handy with all the things y'all offer is it kind of sits in the middle of those two things. It's not quite just going out and hiring freelancers kind of randomly and trying to fit them in where you can. It's a little bit closer to hiring an employee uh, because you have some of that reliability and stuff built in, but you're not quite on the hook for hiring an employee. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about those services you offer and how that works? Yeah, so we like to think of it kind of as freelancers, contractors, whatever you want to call them, for ongoing work. So um, it's it ha it's helpful for both sides of the equation. The freelancers in our network, um, we, we call them, you know, our our pros. Um, they they love it because they get dependable work, right? We we have them placed with with agencies for some some of them going on you know two and a half years now. Um, in a contractor position, and and that's fantastic for them, um, and it's fantastic for the agency owners because they have someone for you can do 10, 20, 40 hours weekly, um, who's there for you for your for your agency. Uh, they are available to to speak with, right? So one thing that we really uh, emphasize in our assessment and vetting process is communication and the importance in our industry of being communicative and giving updates. Um, because obviously, you know, when when we have people who cancel, we find out why. Um, and if, if we're hearing certain feedback, like, yeah, I just wasn't getting enough updates, or I don't know if the work's getting done, things like that, we address that immediately. And those were all kinks that we sorted out, you know, in the early phases of the service 
and realize that communication is a huge issue um, and super important for agency owners so they know like where their work is at what stage that sort of a thing um, so so yeah you get a contractor 10 20 40 hours a week um, month to month so it's a flat fee for per the per month um, you can cancel you can you can upgrade you can downgrade uh if you need more hours one month if if they're available right so we do have a lot of our pros are fully booked so they might not have availability um but yeah and then if you need to cancel you can cancel and we'll go find that freelancer another job um and we'll we'll place them with another place them with another agency and so it works out for the freelancer and it works out for the agencies because it gives you that flexibility but the dependability is there that you are not always getting um finding finding your own folks off of other marketplaces. Yeah, and I you know, because somebody like us would have a company to go to, right? If if your pros don't show up for the job that day, you'll find somebody else to put them in there, but if we're yeah. hiring a freelancer <laughs> and they disappear, we just got to kind of start over at that point. Yep, yeah, we take care of all of those headaches that go along with like you said managing somebody. Um that is a job in itself. Uh anyone who's managing teams out there knows that. Um it can take up your whole day. So so we we try to take care of all of that for you. So if there's something you have concerns or questions, you can reach out to your account person and and they'll follow up and and make sure things are straightened out and figured out. And I, I don't suppose, I'm not asking you to give trade secrets up here, uh, but I imagine you're hiring people from the same places we could go direct and hire them, right? Uh, so there's probably not a, we could probably go find these same types of people, but the benefit of this service is we don't have to go through the process of A, hunting them down, interviewing them, qualifying them, all those kinds Exactly. Of yeah, you could find them. I will tell you, it is not easy to find <laughs> to find them. So we do have, there is a lot of work on the back end and we can talk about that too. Um, and it's, it's nothing secret about it, right? It's just getting it right, um, tweaking it over time. We've been doing this for a, a few years now, getting our hiring pipeline working as efficiently as possible because it does take time. I mean, when you post a job for a WordPress developer or a copywriter, you're going to get thousands of applicants, depending on where you're you're posting it, right? And if you're hiring locally or something, obviously that's different. Um, but these are positions that people are applying for. Um, so knowing how to efficiently sort through all those resumes, ask the right questions, um, get the right match and, and ask, giving them the right assessments that are going to tell you if they are truly a qualified candidate or not. So, so yeah, there's no secret. Um, it's just, it is, it is work. Yeah. And so I imagine, uh, the price of hiring a freelancer direct from one of these places is going to be cheaper than hiring through you guys, right? Because we're paying for the convenience of you doing all the vetting, making sure people are there, subbing somebody in if somebody's out sick, all those kinds of things is is kind of the difference we're paying for. So uh, I guess that's kind of the surcharge that's built in with with GoToVP mm -hmm. services. Yep, yeah, it's it's that finding these people keep it. We keep them happy. We have very little churn when it comes to our network of pros. People stay with us um, and they stay on their engagements with their agencies um, because we are really committed to making sure they're happy doing what they're doing as well. So so that's important too, um, because people will go out and look for other jobs if they're not happy doing what they're doing. Right. And that's that's a whole nother challenge that, that comes up when you start hiring people. Yeah. And I think, I guess one thing I'd like to ask is 
from your point of view, from the from the company's point of view, are you expecting that agencies will uh, hire y'all through like the dedicated developer service and that be their long-term uh, solution to hiring people? Or is this kind of a stopgap solution to go between freelancer to having somebody as a full-time employee? That's a good question. <clears throat> um, and I don't know that I really have an answer for. I know that we have seen both, probably more of the, the that first one of, of using our service long-term. Um, because I think once you get into a groove with someone and once you're working well with them, you don't want to let go of good talent, right? right. It's, if you if you have someone good on your team that's doing what you need done, then it's it's hard to to let go with that. Um, but we do have people that yeah say you know I'm gonna I've decided I want to set up a brick and mortar office and find somebody locally, and that's fantastic too. That's great, and and more power to them, and we're happy for them and. And it's that's totally fine as well. Um, but yeah, we do we do definitely emphasize that we we like this to be kind of a ongoing collaboration, a long term engagement, um, not just kind of the project based stuff that you'd go to Fiverr and Upwork for. Sure. Um, but it, I, I, it definitely can be if you're if you're committed to growing your agency, it can it can be that stopgap as well to just getting you on your way to to growing an in house team. Yeah, and I know I have people inside of our our table mastermind groups that use y'all services. I won't call anybody out, but uh, we do have people that that's how they've grown their team. Uh, every, just for the record, everybody's been super happy. So uh, no awesome. worries there. Uh, <laughs> but in in conversations about that, uh, we have some people that are looking to grow. And we just had a conversation this past Monday about some different ways for people to hire and grow their team and things like that. And this was one of the solutions that was presented to them. Like you could go through GoWP and you don't have to worry about all this finding and vetting and all these kinds of things. But their real concern was, and I think it's a legitimate one, and I'm sure something y'all have heard too, is like they they don't mind paying the fee that's kind of on top of paying a freelancer because I think everybody understands the value that you guys are providing there with, with vetting these people. But they're really afraid to invest all that time, get somebody integrated into their processes and systems, fall in love with them, then be a great fit, but they're always tied to y'all. You know, they can never just have those people directly for themselves. Whereas if they did go the freelancer route, let's say, and maybe uh, groomed them, that sounds bad, but got them, uh, you know, set up in their systems and stuff, and then offered them a full-time position, at least in the long term, that probably saves them some uh, some cost on that employee and stuff. So do y'all have that kind of objection when people come to you asking about the service? Yeah, we do. Um, not often, uh, but it, it's come up and it's something that's on our roadmap for sure is being able to, to accommodate something like that at some point as well, because it's totally, it's totally valid. Um, it's, it's something we're working toward being able to do. But the other thing is we're also keeping a pulse on, you know, the needs of our freelancers and and making sure that they are truly working as freelancers. Because mm. if, like you said, they value their freedom and they value being a freelancer. For the most part, these are not people um looking for full-time positions, right? They like the flexibility and that sort of thing. Um, so so that is another aspect of it um, is is making sure that they're being fully compliant in the way their working relationships with our clients and their and their engagements are are following those compliance issues as well so that they are truly a freelancer 
contract worker who has the freedom to, you know, keep their flexibility and that sort of thing. So it's it's a little bit more complicated. I do know that that is something that, you know, occasionally it comes up um, that they want to, I think more than hiring them full-time and bringing them on as a full-fledged employee, it's more of that, okay, now it's time for them to become our employee and not go WPs, right? Mm -hmm. Or our contractor, not go WPs. And that's um, totally valid too. And it's, it is, you know, something we talk about. We don't really have a solution for it yet. Um, but I do think the, the value that people find and that the, the folks who are using us, um, it's worth it, even if it is just a stopgap and they do down the road decide, I do want my own, my own true team member. Um, they know that much more what they're looking for then, right? And how to find it too, because they've, they've had that experience of managing someone and, and working with someone for a long term. And, and that's, that's helpful as well and valuable. That's exactly where I was going to go next, because if, if you haven't hired somebody, uh, and I've only done it in small capacities before, uh, basically with subcontractor type people, managing a person is a lot different than building a website. Like it is, mm -hmm. it's not the same skill set at all. Uh, you're going to, you have so many failures ahead of you. <laughs> Let me just tell you, you're going to mess so many things up and you have a lot of things to learn in that process. So if you think you're going to go out, uh, find a freelancer and the first one you find is going to be perfect. Things are going to go smooth. They're going to turn into your employee and life goes on happily ever after. I think that's probably a fairy tale. It might, yeah. it might happen. <laughs> Got some news for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's going to be a lot tougher than that. You're going to learn a lot of things. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're, you're going to probably cost yourself some money, uh, mm -hmm. maybe upset some customers in the process. There's going to be things that happen. Uh, but if you ever want to get to that point of, uh, you're not in the work all the time, you're not doing all the deliverables, you're going to have to learn those lessons at some point, right? So yeah. uh, experience is the best teacher for sure. I'm sure there's great books on all this, uh, but you're never going to learn this as well as you would as just getting in and doing it. I think the learning all those mistakes by just hiring freelancers, trying this thing out over and over again is fine and probably going to save you a little bit of money because you're not going to have to pay them a whole lot. We all know about the job boards you can go for overseas work where you find people that are happy to make $5 an hour. Uh, I'm not saying that's the best thing to go out and do. And uh, I don't know, that gets sticky too. Yeah. Uh, you, you might save yourself some money that way, but you're still going to have all those lessons. What I think is really helpful about this is even if your plan is a year from now, I want to hire a full-time employee, but I don't know how to manage an employee yet. I think going through GoWP to work out all those kinks is really helpful because you're still going to have to learn those lessons. You're still going to screw some things up, but you have an intermediary between you and the freelancer that already has all these systems down. That's going to help you uh, show you the ropes of how to do all those things. So is that something y'all think about too, as part of your service offering? Absolutely. I was going to say our account manager. So the folks that you're having calls with when you're um, thinking about doing the service, um, are, uh, a lot of their work is kind of coaching, um, really, because, because yeah, we'll do check-in calls too. Once you, once you get um, a pro on your team, we, we want to make sure it's going well, obviously, right? And one of the benefits of the service is if it's not, you can swap them out. Like we have a bench, you know, and they're ready to work. So if, if you don't think it's the right fit, we can try someone else. Um, but we also try to get to, to the why of why is it not a right fit? And we also try to make sure that everybody is happy in that relationship, right? So we'll, we'll talk to the pro and we'll say, hey, how's it working? You know, how, 
are you getting what you need to get in order to be productive? Because these are people that like to work, right? They want to go in there, get the work done, move on to the next thing. Um, so they, they'll let us know. They're like, yeah, well, they said I need to do this, but I have no idea how to do it. They haven't shared this. They haven't shared that, those sorts of things, right? Um, and they'll reach out to us too. Like, hey, this client of mine um, said we need to get this thing done this month, but I still, he's, they're supposed to be sharing this. They're supposed to be sharing that. They haven't shared it. Um, I don't know what to do. And so then our account manager will reach out and be like, hey, checking in. Um, we heard from the pro that they're not able to do their work and they're you know, kind of eager to. So what, what's going on? So it, those are things that come up because like you said, it's hard to manage someone else because a lot of times it's just like, oh, I'll just do it, right? Because you're used to being the one doing it. And you're not used to being the one who's putting together a scope to hand off to someone, right? So, so that's definitely a growing pain. Um, and we do, we do help out, try to help out with that as much as we can. We can't, you know, do the work for you, but, but kind of do some coaching on, you know, just, just hand it off to them, record a video, send them the video, whatever it is, whatever's easiest, like get it on their plate, off of your plate, um, and making sure that you're, you're getting the most out of the service and, and know how to do that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure y'all aren't advertising, you know, uh, come hire us so you can learn how to do all this, but right, it, yeah. <laughs> it is a huge benefit, I think, to people to like so much of the stuff we do is we're just figuring out on our own, right? We have groups like GoWP and the admin bar where we can ask questions and stuff, but really so much of it is just like trial and error, figuring out yourself, doing it your own way, not knowing the things you don't know, right? And I do think there's a lot of benefit in a service like yours to be able to be shown the ropes a little bit. And maybe you stay with GoWP forever. Uh, maybe you end up hiring somebody else, but I do think there's a lot of benefit there that's maybe it's not on the bullet list of things you get from GoWP, but I think it's something that that would be a benefit uh, worth having in there. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, so I know you mentioned a couple of things. Obviously, y'all do the maintenance stuff, I think, is where people uh, mostly know y'all from. You mentioned copyright. And why don't you tell us about all the different services agencies could use y'all for to outsource things? Yeah. So we've got um, maintenance, uh, which is fully managed website maintenance. Um, a, a lot of, I'm sure everyone watching this has heard of the WOM. So the website owner's manual. So it plays in really well with that. Um, if you're out there selling maintenance plans like crazy because of the WOM, which I know a lot of folks are, um, you can hand all that off to us. We have um, visual regression testing. It's all of the backups, the security checks, uh, scans and cleanup. Um, plugin updates, core updates, all of that is done and kind of babysat for you. So we'll go in and fix any breaks and things like that. Um, and then on top of that, we have uh, our unlimited content edits. So that is the maintenance plan with a 24 seven team of WordPress developers available to your clients. Um, you set up a white label inbox if you want to, you don't have to, um, you, can, you can manage it all. Uh, we suggest that you just hand it all off and not have anything to do with it. <laughs> Um, but our, our team is really good at communication and we coach them on speaking or not speaking so much, but emailing and how, how to, how to email and, and be, you know, really great quality service there. Um, but that's 30 minute or less, everything you do through the WordPress admin dashboard, basically anything you can do through that our team does. Um, and that's unlimited. So you can sell these, these plans to your clients, um, and then have our team fulfill them for you. On top of that, we've got the developers, we've got copywriters, we have designers, and we have um, VAs. So depending on what you do, uh, we'll, we've got a whole bench, a network of, of these folks, and we've got them already vetted and assessed. They have been through our entire hiring pipeline, which is very thorough. 
um, before they're invited to join our network. Um, and then once they're in our network, we we place them with agencies and and, and businesses to help help out with their needs. So, if, uh, you know, depending on what you need, we know what their skills are. So if you need a WordPress developer who you know has X Y Z skills, we'll place we'll find that developer for you. If you need a VA to do social media and that kind of stuff, we can we can find that VA. If it's a VA that does uh, more data entry admin kind of work, we'll find someone specialized in that. Those sorts of things. We've got it all assessed and, and figured out so we can make good matches it's kind of like matchmaking yeah i like to think of it that way <laughs> so you said uh developers designers uh copywriters and vas right yeah I, I think that's one thing people probably be interested to know about too it's like you know uh, there's a thread this morning there's a thread every morning about like which page builder should i use everybody's very protective of their stack of tools they use right so uh chances are if they have something that's uh somewhat recognizable in WordPress, right? Maybe not something completely obscure, but if I'm using blocks or element or bricks or whatever, you guys have somebody that could, that already has those skills. Yeah, we should. Um, it, we generally, our developers are the most uh, placed position right now, just because that's been our longest running service here. So I think people know about that a bit more than the copywriter designer VA. Um, so in terms of uh, capacity, that's the one where we'd be like, yeah, we've, we we have someone, but it might be a week before they can get started with you or something like that, oh, right? Yeah. When it comes to copywriters and designers right now, they can get started the next day. Um, and we are ramping up our hiring as well. So as we speak, we've got a pipeline full of, of folks that we're constantly adding to the network. So we're really working on growing that. And so I, I, I feel like I keep up with y'all pretty good, but I didn't even know about the designers. So I think that that's another thing that I talk with our folks in table is a lot of them are more from the technical standpoint, just don't know a whole lot about designer. That's not where they feel most confident, you know? So uh, how does, as far as the designer, are they designing full website layouts like in Figma or how does that work? They can, yeah. The ones, so we work with a couple of them for GoWP and I, I love working with them. They The ones we work with, create everything in Figma and that's been great. It's been a really good process to work with the designer, get the design right, and then just hand that off over to our developers to build things out. So when we're building landing pages or anything like that. Um, but we've got designers that work in all kinds of tools. If you need to do Photoshop, if you need to do, you know, any anything really, they can we've got someone to handle it most likely. Nice. I think the last thing y'all need to add is uh, outsource salespeople because that's what everybody really yeah. is doing is going <laughs> know, out right? and doing all the sales, right? <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up shortly, but is there anything I left out of this conversation that you think is important for folks to know? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered, covered pretty much everything. Um, I had a whole lot prepared to talk kind of more about the hiring process and everything that goes, all, all the secret stuff, but we can talk about that another day. Uh, <laughs> but I think we covered everything. I hope if anyone wants to talk more about that, they can reach out to me. Um, and I'd, I'd love to to talk more about that. So um, <clears throat> happy to share what we've learned and, and what we've set up and, and all those sorts of things. Um, and apart from that, I did want to mention, we do have a couple kind of helpful uh, guides. If anyone's interested in kind of exploring this, either on their own or through us. The guides are helpful either way, but we have an outsourcing ebook that kind of talks about getting yourself set up um, to start working with contractors. And then we also have um, our guides to onboarding contract workers. And, and it's all those things you said, like setting, like making sure you're ready to communicate what your stack is and how to use it and 
and all of that. So when you get someone on board, you just say, hey, take this and run with it. Um, so you don't spend a lot of time managing someone when, when that's not what you got into it for. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll make sure to include all those links in here. I know I'm going to now be kicked for not a asking all the questions about hiring. So that, <laughs> that leaves us for a part two. So we'll there do we this again. Maybe we can do something a little more interactive with people where we can have some people on to ask questions and stuff. And you can yeah, share some absolutely. of those secrets. Because I know that's that's definitely something people struggle with a ton. And I purpose, purposefully did not ask any of the pricing questions during this call. There'll be links to all GoWP stuff down below where you can, all that pricing stuff's on y'all's website. Uh, I just didn't want to date this immediately if your prices change next month and then you have people mad. So uh, if yep. you're out there wondering why I didn't <laughs> ask about prices, I'm just trying to keep this a little bit more evergreen, but all that information's down there. And and no matter who, uh, I can tell you, I've reached out to many people in GoWP, no matter who you end up talking to, uh, they're all absolutely fantastic. So I know you'll be taken care of really great there. So, so yeah, so let's, uh, let's work on a, a date for uh, conversation number two. We'll dive deep into a little bit more of those uh, nitty gritty hiring concepts and, and we'll get in there and figure all that out. So Emily, thank you so much for doing this and, and I appreciate it and uh, appreciate you being a part of our community and hopefully we can do some more uh, collaboration between us as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kyle. And I'm a huge fan of the admin bar. Um, anyone who knows over in our community, I'm always telling they're already members of your community anyway. So it's, it goes without saying. Yeah, but. I think the overlap is almost <laughs> yeah. everyone. So no yep. doubt. All right. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, Emily. Thank you, Kyle. Have a great day.